Ron Caps, what he had to go through as a first-year team owner and driver to win that championship is incredible. Dude didn't lead the points, I think, in fact, till the last race of the 2022 NHRA season, funny car class, and goes out and wins the championship. Robert Hyde, eight race wins and doesn't win the championship? Holy smokes. Ron Caps joins us now. Really, what he had to go through to get that championship and really what it takes to win a championship in the NHRA in the funny car class as we get ready for a full season of the NHRA. Back on track, man. Lucas Hole Studios, Speed Freaks Pits. You mentioned earlier at the interview, you wanted, you've always wanted to be in that very last second scenario, last run, last event. Was it worth it? Was it what you expected? Was it everything that you chalked it up to be in your head? Oh, crash. I just wanted to live that moment of the actual moment. I didn't want to go through all the stress crap leading into it, which I was questioning in the car. I'm going, you know, once Robert lost and we were racing task of the next round, all we had to do was win that round. Right. So you're up there trying to do the same thing. I can tell everybody's a wreck. Guido, is, his hand was shaking on the injector. We already started. I, I haven't even told him I noticed this. And, and I could tell it was a big moment for everybody. Right. So, um, then we make that run, we beat him and I get out of the car and they can't give me the trophy and they can't celebrate my being the world champion because there's a silly rule still out there that you can't, if you cross the center line in the final round, um, between the thousand foot, what, what is our finish line of the old 1320, you lose five points. Mm. For some reason that rule was still out there, which uh, a lot of people had forgotten. And, I was reminded of. So there's another roller coaster moment added to it, which fast forward to the final round. Do we just hit the gas and shut off and put my hand out the window and coast down uh, and not give the fans what they wanted and, and collect the world championship. So that was another moment that we had during the day that the, the, it wasn't completely over. So there were a lot of different things that just kept going and going and going with these big moments. Um, crazy, crazy. You know Robert Height. You know John Force. I imagine you guys are friends. You might have dinner in the offseason. What's it mean to beat Height? Is that going to change your friendship at all? Uh, I probably want to give him a couple months. I, I've been in that that spot. It's I didn't even go up to him at the banquet. I knew how much it burns. I have sat through so many banquets, listened to long, bloated speeches, Um you know, I know how tough it was for him. So that being said, uh, I'll give him some time. But I, I know he knows the situation as well. He's been down that road. So it, it's it's tough. It is tough. They won eight races and didn't win a championship. That is bizarro land. I mean, I, who in the world would have thought that would have happened? So just it's crazy. Ron Cap's first year as a team owner. Had a lot of success this year. Five wins. What do I have here? Three runner-ups, six top qualifiers, your third championship. Is there anything inside of you during this run in the past week that says I should have done this, take over, take over my own team sooner? Yeah, I wanted to forever, but there, I don't think I think it worked out perfect. I don't think I would have been ready for it. First of all, I wouldn't have had the backing with Napa coming back on board and coming with me and then Toyota jumping on board and the way we got that super body that they worked really hard at. None of that. I think it all worked out perfect. I would have loved to. And I look back and I think, man, I, I 
yeah, it's easy to say in hindsight, but um, I think things worked out perfect. I, I, I've gained some knowledge with my older age since then. The pandemic really had a, a big effect on me and where I was at and really caused me to to make the move, whether I was ready or not. And so it just worked out perfect, I think. Ron, you, you brought it up in the interview about how uh, you could have just laid down against Cruz Pedregon. In fact, I don't even think you needed to make it up to the line, but you gave the fans what they wanted. You went the full thousand feet. Be honest with me, man. You guys had to have a conversation about Ron what are you going to do here? Was there ever a time when you said, I'm just going to, I'm just going to start it up and burn out and that's it. Yeah. Uh, we had a closed door meeting and Guido just said, look, um, you're one of the best. I'm comfortable with you stepping on the gas. And if you don't feel comfortable, shut it off. Uh, nobody will bat an eye. Nobody will worry about what you're doing. So even or when bat- you went over to the wall, you well, never thought about uh, shutting it off. Statman, hold on. Let me finish my story. <laughs> this is where it gets good so i'm packing my chute and uh i i see a mutual friend i say go grab del worsham for me and they're rushing us for live tv rushing us and so i see del coming down from his pit area and i run up and meet him halfway in fact right in front of the coletta's trailer and i so i i i respect the hell out of del and and he's one of my favorite people driver owner whatever and I expressed to him the same thing. I talked to Guido and Medlin. I said, what would your take be? And he said, man, go step on the gas. You're going to know. And I said, Dell, you remember these things. When I ran 380 at 335, you're hanging on. And it puts a cylinder out or two. It will shove you over 10 feet. He said, yeah, I know, but you're you're one of the best. He said the same thing Guido said. He said, step on the gas. He goes, nobody's going to blame you. Um, so I had all that going in my head, right? And went up there. We started the car. I still didn't know what I was going to do. We started the car. And right before that, Guido said, um, I'm going to try to run quicker than we qualified number one on Saturday night, which was 383 track record. And he said, I'm going to try to go 340 miles an hour on this run. So if you stay in it, hang on. And then, then we got, and then they started the car and I went, man, what am I going to do? So I did this big, long burnout because I thought I'm going to give the fans and we don't get to do long burnouts anymore. And I went, heck, I'm going to do a long burnout. So I did three I, way out to half track. And my crew guy that backs me up his run, his hat flies off. He's trying to keep up with me. He's almost falling. I haul ass backwards faster than I mean, like old school John Force backing up. Mm. And they shut the body. I roll forward. I still didn't know. My intentions were just make a run. But in my head, we checked with NHRA going up there and I had somebody triple check to make sure the infraction for points only was if I crossed the center line between the thousand foot, our finish line and the 1320, that was the rule. But what would happen if I touched the wall? They said, no points, just DQ the run. Okay. So when I stepped on the gas, it started hauling the mail. The clutch came in sooner than it did Saturday night, which in my head, I went, okay, he's trying to haul ass and run 340 miles an hour. The conditions are there. The track's there. Why not? Right? So to be safe, I kind of let the car get over next a little bit to the left of the groove. And I said, I'm going to keep it here. If anything gets weird, I got a little extra room. And unfortunately that left lane takes you naturally down to the other track to the left. It always has to everybody. So I was ready for it. I was kind of steering into it, but I was over a little bit. And I was just watching the wall, the corner of my eye. And I'm like, I'm going to take it down. I still didn't see Cruz. So in my head, I'm like, if he smoked the tires, they're supposed to hit my ignition button, shut me off. So he must have not smoked the tires, but I don't see him. And I know it's hauling ass. 
So at the same time, I've got all that crap going on in my head. And, you know, this is a matter of split seconds. I'm trying to make a decision and it's getting closer to the wall, getting closer, but it's hauling ass. And I still don't see crews out my other window. Um, and, and, and in my head, I'm also thinking I could be the dumbest guy come Monday morning on the planet in drag racing for going out there and losing a championship because he wanted to make the run. And on top of that, I, I hate losing the cruise. So I got all this going on in my brain and it's hauling ass and it finally made a little move and I had to shut it off. And if you watch the TV, the slow-mo, they freeze framed it and Cruz is cro he's crossed the finish line and I'm a car link behind him. And then Guido said, I shut it off at 850 feet, but honestly back up from the burnout after doing that long burnout, I remember being a fan in the grandstands and seeing these moments where I wasn't a teammate with Cruz that night, but I've seen teammates take dives, you know, or not make a run because it's a smart thing to do in certain situations. And I, I know how disappointed fans would be if they didn't see a side-by-side -side run. That was my main factor, to run it down there as far as I could to give the fans that have stuck around all day um, and not be that guy that came by. Yeah, you won a world championship, but way to, way to shut it off and coast, right? What a... What a wuss. The coolest thing ever was all Sunday night. And when I checked in for the awards banquet um, at our casino hotel, I had crew chiefs and drivers coming up to me and grabbing me just saying, dude, that was the coolest thing ever. Nobody thought you were going to run it down there. And the fact you stayed on it and it was over next to the wall to hear another mutual, you know, a crew chief that we race against tell me that um, was pretty darn cool and really was made it all worth it. Look, I get it. Matt Hagen won the race in Gainesville, but Ron Caps, without a doubt, is going to be the one that everybody's going to be chasing for the 2023 season.